Welcome. Welcome. You always get mad at me for saying like the same thing over and over again. So me? I, yeah, you're like, well, we always do the same opening. When do Welcome. I say this? You said it like three episodes ago, where you did your like announcer wrestling. Yeah, intro. Bruce Buffer from the UFC. I just thought of Nacho Libre. So <laughs> there was a kid at the pool yesterday. Or the other day. And he looked exactly like Chancho. He was wearing a white shirt. And he had the same just like body type as him. And just looked exactly like Chancho. And I was like. A little portly kid. Yep. I. Oh my god. I was trying so hard not to laugh. I thought it was the funniest thing. I was like. Oh this is so cute. (laughs) Chancho. I need to butter some sweats. (laughs) <laughs> running away from us? No, I would never do that. Okay. <laughs> Actually, it's funny. I I really like my manager that I work with at my new job. And he was like, because he's from Nigeria. And he was talking with me. He's like, have you seen the movie Coming to America? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, that's basically my life story. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and then there's another member of our team. He's obsessed with tacos. <laughs> Wait, man. like he's like every day he's just like i'm eating more tacos he doesn't eat them every day but he talks about them every day he's not like from back like he's he's from the united states and like i don't know if he has like a hispanic is, he mexican descent. is he like of mexican descent or hispanic descent i don't know if i was just he's not like some white schmuck like you and i who are just like obsessed no i'm pretty sure he is i don't want to say schmuck he's a real i really like him he's a really nice guy but like if i'm just guessing He's probably, he's probably not, but I mean, like he has like a very large obsession with tacos, but it's funny. So then we were talking when my manager said his life story was like coming to America. He looks at my other coworker and we're talking and he says, yours is probably like Nacho Libre. (laughs) I just was like, um, I couldn't think of one for me. Oh, and then they said another one of our coworkers. They're like, his story is probably Borat. Oh God! <laughs> I go just, to America. <laughs> yeah, I just thought it was so funny that they were comparing their lives to movies. What's your life? It's my life's movie. Oh God! Yeah. American Wolf, Psycho. Wolf, Wolf, Wolf. Okay, let's not say that. <laughs> Put it on the board. Mine's American Psycho. Yeah, I'm Patrick Bateman. Please don't say that. <laughs> I have to return some videotapes. I love that movie. I keep hearing, like, people keep telling me to watch it. Like, I just, like, oh, all my buddies are, like, referencing that movie all the time. And I'm like, I've never seen it. Oh, I love it so much. There's a part in the movie. We can't break up. Why can't we? Because my friends are your friends. Makes sense. <laughs> That's why we can't break up. I'm not even going to touch that one. I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> Dude. Actually, I don't know why. Now you just said a 10-foot pole. The Summer Olympics are coming up. and Oh, yeah. Dude, I I love watching people pole vault. Since when? 
since always like they'll just like videos will just pop up like on my youtube feed randomly or in instagram and you're just out here watching pole vault for who like, doesn't yeah. like dude oh my god watching yeah, no, people cool, like, but they launch like 20 feet in the air off a pole <laughs> with a pole they're vaulting with that it's pole. it's super cool high jump is kind of cool but i mean like there's more stakes with pole vaulting and you could like die <laughs> I don't think anyone's died from pole vaulting. No, but like it could go pretty bad and you could get really hurt. People have died from other field events though. Yeah, javelin. Dude, you hear about that? Like it was however long ago. Some poor dude got like speared through the neck with a javelin. I don't get how there's not just like a fence or like a barrier. Like, yeah, because I, I mean, shit, you have such a wide field. Like you just throw it straight forward. <laughs> Well, like, like, it's not always going to go straight forward. It's like throwing a straight pitch or a straight football all the time. It's not going to go straight forward. Okay, well, it shouldn't be flying off to the side. Like, if you're Have throwing... Have you ever it... thrown a javelin? No, but if I'm in the <laughs> Olympics, I shouldn't be throwing it to the side. I'd be well, questioning why I'm in... their hand? <laughs> well, then they shouldn't be in the Olympics. That's not <laughs> room for mistake. You tell you know what you tell him, Mister Armchair Quarterback. You're sitting on the couch like I'm gonna throw on that javelin straight up. I was in the Olympics. Well, I would have at least thrown it over the mountains. How much you want to bet I could throw football over the mountains? I'm like Uncle Rico. <laughs> I used to be able to chuck a pigskin quarter mile. I look. I'm all I'm saying is like there should be like a a net or like a fence barrier, like for when you're javelining, so people don't get hit. You know, uh, my freshman roommate, Joe, he does javelin at, in college. I'm not going to say where just for his own privacy. I don't think he even. Knows oh, really? Either. He does. He does javelin at Florida State. She's, what a, OK, sure. We'll say he goes to Florida State. <laughs> I know he doesn't go to Florida State. I am aware where he goes to school. Okay. Yeah, no, he does javelin. He's telling me about it. Like, yeah, I do javelin now. I'm like, of course you do. He literally like we were freshmen. Freshman year, like he'd be like watching Javelin, but he's like, Javelin is so cool. I'm like, of course you think Javelin is cool. He's he's totally the guy to just be like, anything like remotely dangerous, Joe just sit there and watch. He's like, God, this is so cool. I'm like, you're a lunatic. I'm surprised he's not doing pole vault. He's a tall guy. He's jacked. Yeah, he could do pole pole vault. He could do pretty much anything he put he's he put his mind to. He'd be a great swimmer too. Yeah. He's big and jacked, and here you and I are just skinny and i've been swimming laps again lately oh yeah yeah i've been swimming like, dad he probably beats the crap out of you in swimming nah he's old and slow well he's faster than me so let's be careful here i'm faster than him i was beating him on all of our fifth no nah, i wasn't beating on them all of them but we did two sets of 1050s on a minute yeah, you guys are cool we are pretty cool i think he wants to do now Five one hundreds, ten fifties, and he wants to do that. Um, four times. Wait, five one hundreds, four fifties, ten, ten one hundred, ten fifties. Yeah, he wants to go through that four times. I think so. We should stop talking about this. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Who cares? Whatever. It's our podcast. We turned off like all listener support. Right? We don't even. We're not doing this for money. Yeah, we turned off. People can't donate anymore. So, yeah, not Nobody's like we're really getting donating. donations anyways. <laughs> yeah. Not like it, Matt. I don't really care if we get donations unless if 
everyone's like, we love the work you're doing. We want to start donating because if you do, then Cal and I will we'll have more of a budget to work with this podcast right now. We're just going off the money that we're making on the side. Yeah. You texting me in the middle of the day. I need you to send me $65 for the podcast. And I'm like, okay, well I'm in the middle of a water. I'm in the water right now with waiters on trying to put an anchor back in so we can attach it to a, a buoy. And you're like, I kind of need this money. And I'm like, Hey, easy there, big fellow. Okay. You'll like it though. Once you see what it is. Yeah, I guess I didn't even ask. <laughs> you just like, I need $65 for the pod. And I'm like, okay, give me a second. It'll it'll be a surprise. It wow. can like, it works great for the pod, but it also works for just like you and I. Okay. So is it, our, is our, are they cameras? They we don't even cam- do, we don't really do. Oh, they're not cameras. Oh. Well. Do you want me to like, just kind of tell you what it was? Is this something we should talk about on air or off air? Well, I don't know. We could talk about it right now. I commissioned um, uh, an artist to like a cool like Jedi artwork of us. Really, dude? That's awesome. Is that who we are now following on Instagram? On the yeah. If you guys want to follow Sketch Farm on Instagram, oh, that's awesome, dude. That's so cool. I'm hyped now. It's uh, I I guess yeah. I'll just talk about it more. But we, I saw, I had seen this artist um on like social media on instagram and i was like oh let's just take a look and see what they've done and i was like oh this is actually pretty cool just like the stuff that i'd seen and i think they only have like a thousand followers i was like oh yeah i mean sure not like i mean i'm cal and i are smaller creators than sketch farm but like i was like this would be cool i mean it's just something fun to do so i messaged her and i was like hey i was wondering if you could um maybe like do a uh an artwork for my brother and i in like jedi robes and then i sent her jedi robes from the high republic dude yes i was about to say like god i hope you did high republic robes because those are so much cooler than like no i i'm thinking on the same exact brainwave as you oh yeah so yeah i don't know when it's gonna come back but i know i'll get it sometime soon i need to ask you a question right now what color is my lightsaber i think it's blue no, what do you want? I they have, she hasn't even started working on it yet. I don't think. I don't know. I'm a yellow light. I like yellow lightsabers because I called Ray's lightsaber is going to be yellow from the start or like gold from the start. But I'm cool with blue. I don't care. Actually, I'm kind of okay with any color. That'd be cool. I think yours is blue and mine might be green. I could see it. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah. Because weren't that our lightsabers colors anyway? Like I had a blue one, you had a green one. Yeah, when yeah, we were I'm kids. Cool yeah, I'm cool with that. That's so but, dope. Yeah. I so. I had like there was a down payment of sixty five. That's just for half, and then my half is sixty five. Oh yeah, I'm cool with that then. So I just thought it would be something fun. So we'll obviously put that out there for you guys once we get the artwork, and um, it may become the new logo for our podcast. It might not. We might just use it elsewhere. But yeah, yeah, we commissioned an artist, and I'm really excited to see how it looks. Actually, so Can we if you guys are int- like, frame it. Yeah. No. If you guys are interested and you want to check out her stuff, it's at Sketch Farm on Instagram. So maybe if you're interested in like getting your own artwork done or something or just some cool little animation style, go check it out. But yeah, I thought I'd give her a shout out. So, but speaking of Star Wars, we got a, it's going to be a little bit of a shorter episode we're not there's not a whole lot of news to talk about but 
there's one thing that we need to talk about. Not we, news related, but it's Friday. It's Friday. We we usually try and keep Bad Batch like towards the end of the episode, but but whole oh, no, my god, not not after today's episode. So today's episode, just for point of reference, was Bad Batch episode eight reunion. Okay, can we please just like start and say? You and I were saying like everybody's like, oh, Bad Batch is lame. It's really boring. Oh my god! Like just you wait, just you. We're like just you freaking wait for this show to take off, and this show took off. Yeah, no. From here on out, I think it's just gonna be like bananas. I think it's gonna be gas for like the rest of the season because I think there's only fourteen or sixteen episodes. It ends the last week of July, I think. So one, two, three, four, five. Six. Six more episodes. So 14 episodes. Oh, dude. Oh, my God. Well, we but, knew... Yeah. Yeah, you go. No, I, yeah, no. I'd been saying forever because everyone's like, oh, the show's slow. It's not hitting the same as Clone Wars did. I'm like, you were like 13 years old when Clone Wars was coming out. Exactly. Like, Clone Wars had a lot of drag episodes. Oh, my God. The first two seasons, even my rewatch of them, I got like, uh, I think I'm starting season three. I haven't like... I fell off it because i was doing other stuff but like dude the first two episodes drag at points you're like yeah there's only a couple interesting arcs in season one and two and then later on in the show it's just like you only get one or two bad arcs in the whole season Mm -hmm. so but yeah episode eight of the bad batch reunion oh my oh my god Okay, so just like right off the beginning again, we like, you can tell that this isn't like one of those side mission things that they're doing. Like you immediately, because you go to, we start on Camino and Camino's goaded. It's so cool. Like, cause it's like the shot of like the city and like the lightning in the background. The effects are so good. God, it's beautiful. The effects are great for this show. Like you can tell that the animation, they just have gone like all in with their animation. Yeah. I love it so much, honestly. Yeah, I yeah, just, um, just just like how I love Wrecker. Do you, I? I wrote this. Your show notes are way better than mine because I was kind of just like caught up watching and I wasn't really writing anything down because I liked it so much. Dude, Wrecker is like quickly becoming my favorite character. Yeah, I love Wrecker. I mean, God. Hunter's Hunter's dope, but yeah. I mean, dude, like Wrecker's just like all around like he's funny like loving and like every like you want to like you laugh when he like does stuff and then when he says like really sweet stuff to him you're just like oh yeah i love him so much but speaking of things i love as well i love venator ships because we're still on brock of this episode i want to talk about it now i was going to save it for the end but like so brock uh we all know that cal kestis was on Bracca in Jedi Fallen Order. And I need to talk about this right now because I'm so annoyed. Everyone, uh, this pisses me off too. Everyone's like, oh my God, Cal Kestis is going to show up. And he may still show up, but I I think Cal Kestis showing up in Bad Batch is probably the stupidest thing that could happen in this entire series. That being the start of Cal Kestis's story in Jedi Fallen Order and like, when he has his flashback uh, to Order 66 with Jaro T'Pol, and we see that Jaro T'Pol is, like, dead after all of the clones had turned on them and just started, like, 
shooting like order 66 in them yeah you see jar DePaul and cal Kestis are like on the run and they get in their escape pod and Jaro gets shot and he's dying in the escape pod. And he says to Callie's like, trust only in the force. It would make no sense literally whatsoever for Cal Kestis to like show up and be like, oh, hey, bad batch, you should do this or something. Or like just for like, is someone even said like, oh, well, it'd be cool if like he called like in the Empire and like turned them over. I was like, that'd still be kind of lame, though. Like, I feel like. I Why wouldn't would really like, the, like, doesn't he hate the empire though? Well, yeah. So I was like, I feel like he doesn't like the empire. He's trying to keep he, like the whole point of him being on Bracca was him to keep a low profile until yeah. like his friend on Bracca got murdered. But I, everyone's like, Oh, Cal Kestis would be so cool to show up in this show. I'm like, no, he wouldn't. You guys clearly didn't play the game because like you see his Jedi master say to him, trust only in the force. Why would he trust clones? This is like, this is, it goes exactly back to how you and I were, I'm going to say that we were right about Luke Skywalker showing up. People like Luke Skywalker shouldn't show up. It's it's, just a friend of mine. I'm not going to name his name, but he knows who he is. If he's listening to this, he's like, dude, Luke Skywalker showing up makes the universe smaller. It's like in the Mandalorian. Sorry, I need to make this clear in the Mandalorian season two, where you and I were like, Luke Skywalker is going to show up or we are going to get a reference to Luke Skywalker. He's like, no, it shouldn't do that. Cause it's going to make the universe smaller. It's like, what makes the most logical sense? It is not going to be Mace Windu. Who's like, who is the most powerful Jedi who could have felt Grogu's like to reach out through the force? It is Luke Skywalker. Mace Windu shows up. That makes zero sense. That makes that stuff that makes the universe smaller. You're like, seriously, like, why is he showing up? Like, where's Luke Skywalker? Where's XYZ? You could have had someone unknown show up and that could have been cool. But like when people like just pull in people just to pull in people in for no logical reason like this Cal Kestis thing it's ridiculous it makes the universe so much smaller because you're like look at that he's in something else but it doesn't make sense why he's here but here he is see see look at here he is are you guys gonna go crazy for it yet it's like stop yeah (sighs) it yeah because it'd be like where was Mace Windu then throughout the entire original trilogy it's like where were the Eternals when Thanos snapped exactly it's yeah that's that's really, really annoying. I mean, it's kind of like with Dar- when Darth Maul showed up in Solo, it was like, okay, this doesn't make sense. But then, like, you see sort of his crime empire and his crime syndicate form more. So it's like, okay, this fits, actually. It makes more sense now. But but that's yeah. because we had the Clone Wars before he showed up in Solo. Yeah, but then well, they developed it a little more in Season 7, too. Yeah, when you see him, yeah, you're right. But, like, it still with wasn't. it wasn't completely out of left field. No, it wasn't. But I mean, so for people who haven't seen the Clone Wars, yeah, yeah, like for mom and dad, they're like, "What the hell?" But yeah, real ones know where it's at. Real ones do know where it's at. But yeah, so I mean, everyone who's listening to this, I, I assume you have seen the episode. But so, Hunter, not Hunter Crosshair, and the the Empire. Now they're ba- they're the Empire. They're all stormtroopers. Oh my god. Even though they're clones, they're stormtroopers, but they pull up to Baraka and um, they like start looking for them and they're looking for the Bad Batch. And you get this like Echo has this really dope scene with Hunter, too, while he's like walking in the ship and they're like sort of making their way through and they're like, we should have gone with Rex. And Hunter was like, well, why should we have done that? And Echo's like, what other path is there for rogue clones? It's kind of like, well... Yeah, see, I took this in two different ways because 
I see Echo like following, like, oh, we're soldiers. We should follow Rex. And I can see Hunter thinking about the deserter. Cl- is it Cut? Yeah, Cut the deserter clone with mm-hmm. his family. He's like, I'm just like, what if I don't want this? Like, what if I don't want to be like a soldier anymore? Like, he's like, Omega, like, I care about Omega and I want her to be safe. Yeah. It's like, I, what if I don't want, he's like, what if I don't want to fight anymore? So, like, I could see that kind of like becoming an issue for him in the future, but we'll see. Yeah, Echo's more of a soldier than Hunter because Echo was like, a Echo. clone to start out with like he was a reg to begin mm-hmm. with like, yeah he wasn't they, like the bad batch and he got his nickname echo for repeating the orders that were given to them yeah but i mean echo's a g so yeah I'm, I'm, echo's like one of the last things i'm holding on to from the clone wars so ct1409 ct1409 speaking of that actually though speaking of the clone wars when um omega says the text she's like what was the war like Oh man, I heard that and I was like, let me tell you about this little thing called the Clone Wars. It's kind of it's such a childlike question to ask though. Like you forget like you forget like she's a kid cuz she's like shooting along, she's part of the gang, they're going around blowing stuff up, she's part of the squad, but she's like she's still asking like questions like a child. She's like, "What was the war like?" and then Tech gives her like this really technical explanation of like it was a series of battles and fronts used to disseminate the separatist insurgency. And she's like, yeah, but like, what was it like? That's like a little kid being like, why? Like, why? Yeah. What is it? What was it like? Like, what? How did it feel? And he's texting. Like, well, yeah, I just you told have, you. You have the polar opposites. Someone who gives like the direct answer and someone who's like, why? So you have just someone who like takes it literally and someone who just is always curious. Yeah. That Omega is like the emotionally much more emotionally intelligent than tech is. Oh, yeah. Easily. But I mean, I I heard them say that. And it was just like, what was the war like? And I kind of thought back to Luke Skywalker in Episode Four, just a one-off line: "You fought in the Clone War." Wars. <sighs> I was love the Jedi Clone Knight, Wars. the same as your father. The Clone Wars will always be my favorite war in all of Star Wars. I agree. My favorite era is the Galactic Civil War. It's one of, of the more intriguing times. Mm-hmm. But the because Clone War is just. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry. I keep cutting you off. What? Like I, we you, keep cutting each other. We're really. It's kind of sucking, like not being in the same room doing this. I don't mind. I mean, either or is fine with me. But we will be doing it in the same room sometime soon. Maybe. I'm not even thinking that far ahead. I am. I'm glad you are. We should probably think about what we should record for our next episode. Oh yeah. We'll talk. We'll talk about that later. But yeah, <laughs> we will. Um, okay. Well, I, oh are, no, no, no. But yeah. So like, they're just talking about the Clone War and that stuff. But then, um, like we kind of cut back to Camino, and the Kaminoans are like, "Oh, we need to make sure that Omega doesn't get killed." And I love the Kaminoan storyline so much right mm-hmm. now. I'm like super interested in what they're trying to do with her because obviously there's some genetic thing with omega like something with her like midichlorian count or some some there's something with omega that they need obviously which i'm like very very interested in like a playing card they have for the empire because right now the empire is like well we don't need your clones you don't have anything to offer us and they're like we need to get omega back here to show them this is what we've been working on for the next what do they call it the next phase the next um yeah i don't know what they uh, yeah but I, I I don't know what it is either, but I it's it's great because the Kaminoans are kind of boring in the yeah. Clone Wars. 
Ah, yes, Master Jedi. You're here to look at the clones. It's like, oh my god, boring. It was it was kind of dumb, but now like they actually have like there's actually a plot point with them, and there's a storyline that is yet to be told. So accelerated quite a bit, but I know it's crazy. This this episode like just ramped up the story by ten. It was so great, but so we're back with when we're back on the on Braca and like Echo, uh, Hunter, Tech, and Wrecker and Omega are like trying to avoid Crosshair and his whole Imperial squadron. They get in that one room. The what is it? The, the artillery, the hangar? artillery room, or whatever yeah. it is, artillery bay. Oh my yeah, god, the, dude, the artillery. Okay, so first off, we I thought it, it was. I thought it was hilarious at first when like they're saying to Crosshair, Oh, this isn't you. Come on, you know better than this. And Omega's trying to like speak some sense in a crosshair. And Crosshair's just like, aim for the kid. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I'm like, wait. <laughs> he just wants to kill her. He didn't even say aim for like Hunter or anyone else. He's like, aim for the kid. She's like, I know why you're doing this. Remember what I told you in the break? It's not your fault. He's like, listen here, you little shit. I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> he said that and I was like, I kind of laughed because I was like, wait, you're going to shoot her before you shoot anyone else. She's like the least threat to all of you. Yeah. I thought that was kind of comical, though. But um, their whole plan man. is, well, their whole plan in there then is to like launch off the artillery cannons. Oh, my God. Uh, we wrote like the same thing. I wrote, I love artillery in Star Wars. And you're like, God, I love artillery. <laughs> yeah. I really wrote just, God, I love the artillery cannons. Because it's like the sound effects are the same exact ones from Revenge of the Sith. I remember just like, boom, clang, yeah, dude, boom. Oh, oh that's why, that's why I love the Clone Wars because... I mean, yeah, it's war is never good, but oh my god, I loved that war so much because there were so many cool things about it. Well, it's because like George could do more with it with like with the technology, like he couldn't do as much like, that he wanted to do with the original trilogy. Like, oh my god, bro, the artillery cannons on the Fender Clans. I know, oh. dude. Those I love. We them. sound so. We need to like break the fourth wall here. We sound so freaking nerdy. Right no, I know we're freaking out about like out the artillery over. cannons. But I mean, shit. True Star Wars fans are like hell yeah, yeah. Those artillery cannons were dope as hell. Yeah, people have been watching forever. They're like, they're like, oh yeah, those are. When we're saying like, oh, I love artillery cannons. The real ones are like, yeah, bro. That's yeah, those are some really cool cannons. Those are really cool noises. I I was so happy just to like hear the same sound effects. Yeah. God. It brings me back. But I mean, even with just them launching off the artillery cannons, it's just fun seeing how the, the Bad Batch get so creative with like their tactical maneuvers because then they get in the engine of the ship. Dude. The tube of like the engine. And like they're just trying to like escape without having any more issues with Crosshair and his um Imperial Squadron. Oh my god. That engine scene was amazing. It was it's so cool because like we know how big like the ships are like so of course they're large because they have to carry all of these like the whole crew and like clone troopers and command bridge yada 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 and it has to carry all of like their vehicles their starships 
tanks they might deploy but like you never get a sense of how large it is and like how large the engines are until you see like the bad batch crawling in the side wall of the engine and they're just tiny on this huge it's it's really similar to like ray in the force awakens when she's crawling to the star destroyer and you're like oh my god this is so cool because she's by the engine you see how small she is and how big the opening is and it was just like oh i loved that juxtaposition yeah it's yeah, no, I I love just like the scale of it because I mean I kind of felt like they're walking through like the tube of the um like the Death Star, like where the beam comes out. Like that's kind of what I just like related it to, but the same thing with Ray as well. But they when they get to the end of that tube, Crosshair's shooting at him like, Yeah, we were waiting for you to come out of the engine, actually. And then they start the engine. Like the Imperials in the bridge start the engine. So like they're cornered from each side. Either they're going to get lit up by the engine or they're going to get shot by Crosshair. And I was like, this is not a smart idea. <laughs> but so they're about to get barbecued. They're like, why are they starting up the engine? And Tech's like, oh, yes, I rerouted the main power back to the primary source. So then they could, tech, in theory, turn on the engines. And everybody's like, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah, th- thanks, Tech. But... They, I love how creative they get because then they just like blow up like the or like the area around the engine, yeah. So they can like fall down, yeah. Because they're like, "What are we gonna do?" And Wrecker turns around, Plan Seven, and everybody's like, "They're all like, what does Plan Seven have to do with this?" He's like, "We could get out of here if we use Plan Seven. Do you got a better idea?" And they're like, "Well, no, <laughs> no, yeah, no." I watching them just like. Well, because then it also feels more grounded because after they blew up that ring, like they get split up and like you see the effects like it's not just like they hit the ground and everyone's hunky dory fine. Like they get separated like you feel the like the weight of the impact and they fall down. Yeah, they only fall like maybe like 20 feet, 30 feet. I think they fell a little further than that, but okay, it'd it'd be pushing 100 feet, but like a lot of feet (laughs) it is, but they fell like. It wasn't that far of a drop, but just like watching like the weight of the engine like mm-hmm. fall down and it split apart. Yeah. I, I just love the realism of it and how just I love the weight of it because this episode just feels so much more different than all the other ones. And then the engine continues to turn on and Crosshair's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And like he gets barbecued. I didn't even like that's the thing. Like I didn't even think of that. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that like the because the ring around the engine is like a containment for it. So like it won't just be like this raw. Yeah, it's like, a nozzle. It's like that's how I'm like most like um some most en- engines work. It's like combustion, like combustion engines for jets. Like that's why they have like a nozzle on the end because like no, they know. can like focus. Yeah, no, I didn't think of that. So like when the nozzle around the engine gets blown off, it's just like shooting out all this, <laughs> all this like eight, like fumes and like exhaust. Yeah, exhaust. Yeah, the ion drive. Yeah, the ion drive. But yeah, it's lighting up crosshair. I was. I did not expect that to happen either. I was yeah, like, he oh, like damn. garbage at the end of the episode. He had like burn marks everywhere and he was just like Ugh. Yeah. Homie was in pain. He but was in Spain without the S. Yeah, so Crosshair gets like sort of not KO'd, but he gets he gets TKO. taken out of the fight by this from the ionic from the ion engine. And um he's not the only well, Crosshair isn't really part of the Bad Batch, but he's not only he's not the only member of the Bad Batch to get 
TKO'd. So before we get into it, so I mean, they got to get the Bad Batch has to get back to the ship and try and escape from the Imperials. And um, like it's been a recurring thing now for the past two episodes where like bounty hunters have been like coming after Omega and they're like, well, we know it's Omega, but like the Bad Batch are kind of like, why is this bounty out here? They don't get it, but we know that the Kaminoans have a bounty set up for Omega and boy hunter and omega like are like got split up from echo wrecker and tech so hunter and omega are going back to the ship and so are the other three but like they're split up and hunter and omega they get back to the ship first and who do we see the greatest bounty hunter of all time i'll die on that hill saying that cad bane is the goat bounty hunter Oh my god, dude! When you can nobody's see, better like, than Cad Bane. Okay, you can see where in the show notes where I have like LOL crosshair looking like Indiana Jones in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and he's like all barbecued and like rolling around like he just got out of a nuclear blast. And then I have yes, and then just a bunch of random keyboard slamming because Cad Bane walks out after like clone like because it's a bunch of dead clones around the ship, and like we didn't do this and. Cadman's like, I've killed many clones, and it's like, <gasps> yeah. Cadman pulls up, and I was so so happy to see him again because I didn't know if he was still alive or dead at this point because I didn't know if they were gonna go off of what they did in the Clone Wars with the unfinished episodes. But the fact that he's back, you know what? This is the first time. It's been nine years since we last saw Cadman. Oh, dude, the god. It's been Return nine years. Oh my god, I was so happy. And we were talking about it like a couple weeks ago, I think, or whenever we were talking on the podcast, but we were saying how like Cad Bane is like a western. It's his his bounty hunter is like a, he's an outlaw western-esque sort of feel. And what do they do? They the do show. exactly the same exact thing. It's a western standoff between Cad Bane and Hunter. Because Cad Bane has the bounty on Omega for the Kaminoans, and the Hunter's obviously trying to protect her. And they're playing the music like it's a standoff. Oh my god, I was so happy. I was like, this is dope. I'm so happy right now. And then and he... Yeah. Th- well, they had their standoff. and I, So this is what I wasn't expecting. I was expecting... I was fully expecting Cad Bane to die here. Uh, yeah, I was like, oh, no, are they going to do the same stupid thing where they did in that unfinished episode of The Clone Wars where Boba Fett kills Cad Bane? Yeah, just to show how Boba Fett gets the dent in his helmet. Like, who stupid. cares? Who cares how he got it? <sighs> Cad Bane is a fan favorite character. To kill him off to Boba Fett in a standoff for the dent in his helmet is stupid. Now, with this, I was like, this is going to be dumb because I, I honestly did not picture hunter losing the standoff i pictured cad bane dying and i was like this is gonna be dumb but he wins that did actually. not happen no he shoots he shoots hunter and i was like what, what? <laughs> like he actually, actually i knew hunter wasn't dead but he shot him in the chest and like it like knocked him out and i was like oh my god oh my I thought god he was dead. i thought hunter was dead i'm like oh my god hunter's dead that would have been actually. I, I kind of would have loved it if Hunter died. No, no, I would not have. I, have I mean, I wouldn't have, but I mean, like it. The show would have. I I really then at this point would have felt like okay, anything can happen because now we've seen everything from the trailer. Like we've seen all yeah. of the trailer footage. Yeah, we have. 
So they just kept out that Cad Bane part. <laughs> oh, I'm th- I'm so happy they did. I got it spoiled oh, yeah. for me earlier today, and I was so bummed. Like I just like saw like the shot of Cad Bane, and I was like, ah. Oh. And then when I saw Cad Bane and Hunter have their standoff, I was like, this is dumb. He's gonna die, like how he did in that unfinished Clone Wars episode. But he won, and he takes Omega, and I assume he's taking him back to the Kaminoans. Unless he gets a better offer from good old Sheev Palpatine. Yeah, but I don't think Sheev knows. I don't know. I You don't think it's out of the realm of possibility for Cad Bane to be like, listen, I got this thing that's really important to the Kaminoans. I don't know what she is. And then like Palpatine's like, oh, bring her to me. He's like, I need more money. I, I don't know. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, but the only I think reason it's unlikely. I'll, the only I think reason it's I'll enter... The only reason I'll entertain that theory is because Palpatine has hired Cad Bane for bounties before. Yeah, that's the only reason I'm thinking about it, because I could see him being like, hey, listen, Darth Sidious, I know you've hired me before, but I got a really important target. I think that's that's kind of outlandish, though, for you to say. Yeah, I know it's it's out there, but I'm just, hey, listen, man, anything's on the table. You're just trying to get listens now. You'll say anything. Dude, nobody's, we have 21 (laughs) listeners. No, I. Cadman has never failed a bounty that I can think of. I mean, he kind of screwed up when he was trying to steal those baby Jedi back in. Yeah, the, but that was kind of. It wasn't even really his fault. Like they just found the spot where they were taking him. Yeah, where he was taking him. I can't really think of a bounty off the top of my head that Cadman botched. Because I mean, he captured Palpatine back in the Clone Wars. Yeah. He did that all right. He captured Zero the Hut. Yeah. He stole he the, the Jedi holocron. holocron. Yeah. Yeah. First, oh, that was the goat intro. Yeah. Well, actually, his intro was with Zero the Hut, but then eh. it was kind of blah. But it was eh. still dope. So I was like, oh, who's this guy? But yeah, him stealing the holocron was cool. Yeah. But yeah, was... just just having Cad Bane back makes me so happy. And I will be so angry if he dies. If like Hunter for some reason is like i'm gonna he's like i'll I'll kill the bounty hunter who stole omega like this is dumb no No, you don't don't, get to kill him (laughs) don't kill a fan favorite i'm gonna be so mad if cad bane dies yeah i love dave filoni it's gonna kind of throw shit in the fan for our for my like if you could make one star wars project yeah it's gonna throw like major (laughs) shit in the fan for me yeah, your whole plot kind of centers around Cad Bane. Yeah, it does. So that would not be dope. <laughs> be so but, not AO. No, but just hearing his voice again. God. Oh, cool. Like, I think it's him. He and Vader have the coolest voices in all Star Wars. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can't think of anyone else who would be. Kylo Ren is one tier below. Maybe Django Boba Fett with the helmet. No, that's not as cool. No. Still a tier below. But speaking of Vader, I mean, he's going to show up. He's got to show up. There's no way he doesn't show up. No. Like, I I can't not see them using Vader or Palpatine. I I think it's more likely we see Vader over Palpatine. It probably is, but I we're gonna see it one of them for sure. Yeah. So and I mean I we're care. over halfway through we're over halfway through the the show. True. 
But oh, God, yeah, we are. I I think that this might be it might be better than the first episode. This is like it's tied for my opinion. Yeah, I'd have to rewatch the first episode to but I think it's just I like this one so much because we haven't had a whole lot like really developed the last few episodes. So that's why this one felt so good. Because mm-hmm. like everything happened in this episode. Well, I didn't expect Omega to get captured this early either. That leaves a lot of stuff that could be happening because say Cam and Owens get Omega. This Imperial guy finds out yada 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 happens and Vader's dispatched to Camino to see what's going on here. It's like, what's going on? Cam and Owens aren't listening. They have this extra, they have this new clone that we haven't seen before. What is going on here? It's like when Vader's like dispatched to like oversee the Death Star with Tarkin. Um, we, I might as well talk about it now, but apparently episodes, cause I sent it to you earlier today, but apparently yeah. episodes 10 through 14 of, of this show got, leaked the episode titles did so i we could just run through it quick but episode 10 is rumored to be titled common ground and this is from instagram right yeah where's this guy have a source um it's it was from a disney press conference i guess Mm, i don't know i'm skeptical but i'll entertain it i'll yeah i'll entertain it as well i mean if episode if the first title is wrong, then we know the entire thing is wrong. Yeah. So if next week it's right, and I'm like, oh, maybe he's right. No, because next next week's episode nine, two weeks. Oh yeah, whatever. Um, but I well, it was the same thing with actually quick sidetrack, but it was the same thing with the first episode of the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I didn't believe it at all, but everyone was like, it got. I was surprised how much like steam it had gotten, like how fast the ball had rolled. Everyone was like, the first episode is called R.I.P. Captain America or R.I.P. Steve Rogers. And I was like, yeah, that is not the title of the no. first episode. Yeah, because they're trying to move on from Steve Rogers. They're not going to immediately bring him up right away. Yeah, I, I thought that was very, I say it a lot, but I thought it was very comical that people like, it's got, I can't believe this. I was like, yeah, shut up. You guys are dumb. Yeah, those are the same people who are saying Mace Windu is going to show up in The Mandalorian. Uh, honestly. Episode 11 is called Devil's Deal. So I don't see now. That's where I'm like, I don't know if Devil's Deal is like. Like, think about like Star Wars name. It's like a Star Wars title. Can you think of Devil's Deal ever being? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I could see it being used. I'm a little skeptical. Of that one. Bro, they got so many goofy names for so many episodes throughout yeah, but all like, of... D- I don't know. See, like, Devil's Deal is different, though, because, like, that's, like... What are the reference to the devil in Star Wars? Like, when is, like, the, the devil ever, like... Ever referenced by anybody? Then no, Nobody's ever, like, thank God. Nobody's ever, like... Hey, you never know. Maybe... Maybe it's a thing. Maybe he's making a... Di- you make it. You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Well, I'm mostly doing this just because I like the title. I the last the last one. Yeah, that's yeah. why we're doing this. But episode twelve was called Rescue on Ryloth. We haven't seen Ryloth in a minute. It'd be cool to see Ryloth again. Yeah. Um, thirteen is infested. I have no I have idea. No clue what that means. I don't either. But then episode fourteen is rumored to be titled War Mantle, which is from. 
Rogue, Rogue One, Project War Mantle. So, and I mean, I I talked. I, I don't know when to bring this up, but I think that the Bad Batch might actually be the Scar Squadron from the comics in Star Wars. The Scar Squadron is like a group of stormtroopers who share very very similar traits to the Bad Batch. Hmm. That'd be kind of depressing. It would be, but I honestly would kind of love that. Uh, I don't know. See, I don't, Dave Filoni isn't really in tune with the comics. Like, he's like, yeah, okay, kind of brushed. He's like, okay, we've covered that, but let's just edit it a little bit. And like, I don't think he's like really thinking about stuff like that. They might be, I could be wrong. I don't think they are, but I've definitely been wrong before. I, I don't know. I think it would be kind of cool. I don't want them to be bad guys, though. Well, what happens to them? Because I can't imagine they'd become farmers. I can see them dying for the rebellion. That'd be pretty dark, too. Yeah, but like, I don't know. It's like there's different like between like them like becoming bad guys because they got their inhibitor chips out of their head. How? Why would hey, they turn to the Empire? Wrecker hit his head again this episode, so. Oh my god, he's got his inhibitor chip out. Let's stop with this. Hey, maybe they put it back in them. Do you think Omega has an inhibitor chip in her head that we just don't know about? No. You don't think so? Maybe. I don't know, actually. I have it like 40 40 to 50% likelihood. I could see the Kaminoans being like, we have an inhibitor chip in Omega's head. It's possible. I I I don't know what they would do with it, though. She's a kid. I don't really... Who knows like what she, she's supposed she, to grow into, though? I guess. Because we don't even know. Like she, She's got some powers that we haven't fully seen yet. I I know, I, but I, I, don't, I can't imagine. I think they might put an inhibitor chip in her, but I don't think she has one in her. I can see her being... I, this, this is about to be flaming napalm take here. But I could see Omega... I, I can't... Not saying this is like, like not saying this is going to for sure happen, but something that is a possible that is entirely possible. Omega is the first like genetically altered clone that is an altered midi chlorine count, giving her force sensitive powers. Palpatine finds out about this, sends Vader to investigate some because Palpatine's interested in cloning because obviously he comes back in episode nine. They need to like explain this. And they kind of like, you kind of saw a little bit about this in Mandalorian season two with like the tanks on Navarro. Um, Palpatine's like, what's going on? So you have a clone that is force sensitive, like the Jedi. How did you clone her? How did you do this? Sends Vader to do that. Maybe he goes himself. Maybe some crap goes down on Camino and like, it's kind of destroyed, but like they salvage a little bit of it. And we like, they just don't, they don't talk about it a whole lot. They just like, it's just teased and like move on. I could, it's, I think it's entirely possible. I mean, yeah, that's a hot take, but I mean, it's bold enough to where it might be right. Listen, man, I, I'm telling you, we're the, we're the canary in the gold mine with most of the Star Wars content coming out. We are. I mean, they, they kind of, they set that up in Mando and they're going to come back to it. They're not just going to leave that. Exactly. You well, know, the Dave thing Long. is, though, I think that that was supposed to be with Rangers of the New Republic more. Yeah, that's a bummer. That show's not going to happen. I was actually kind of excited for that. I think that plot line was supposed to dip more over into Rangers of the New Republic than like Mando, Boba Fett, Ahsoka, 
Like out of those, I think, I think that, but it's possible that they had already been planning for this to be set up in the Bad Batch, which it's still a prequel to the Rangers of the New Republic if it was a continuation. So it's honestly, I mean, you've had worse takes. So, hey, yeah, I have, but name my worst take right now. Um, oh God, you're putting me on the spot now. I can't think of one immediately. No, I know. I'm just joking. I mean, if I had like, if we could just sit for like 10 minutes in silence and I could think. Okay. I could talk about whatever for 10 minutes. Yeah, we'll just keep rolling. (laughs) (laughs) You'll get your chance. Actually, to ramble by yourself and record by yourself. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about that after recording because I have an idea for one of our upcoming days, conflict days. This is true. Yeah, we. Yeah, that actually the next like two weeks are going to be a little goofy. So yeah, especially the first. Yeah, second week of July we're going to have to talk about. But we'll figure it out later. Um. But so yeah, that was Bad Batch. I loved it. It was a banger mm-hmm. episode. Nine, oh, yeah. ten out of ten. I wouldn't say ten. I say nine point five. It was a banger. That's it was a banger. Summon in one word. It was a banger. Yeah, I was so happy. I was so happy. Another banger. I, I, I know it's a good episode when Caleb texts me and he says, did you watch Bad Batch yet? Yeah. And when you text me and you're like, have you watched Bad Batch yet? I'm like, I'm making dinner. You're like, watch it right now. And I'm like, I'm so goddamn hungry right now. Stop telling me what to do. You're like, really, You should really watch it. I'm like, I'll watch it when I want. We get there when we get there. And I watched it I'm like, oh, no, I understand why he wanted me to watch this episode so badly. Yeah, it was. Oh, I was so I'm going to watch that final standoff scene again, like 10 more times. But it was a banger. Speaking of another banger of an episode, Loki, episode two. Yes, dude. This show is so much better than all the other two. I yeah, I really liked Falcon and Winter Soldier for like different reasons. But this show is like so Marvel weird. Like there's a different like I like Captain America Winter Soldier or Falcon and the Winter Soldier for like what it's like it's like it's um commentary and society and like the evolution of sam wilson and bucky barnes like their emotional stories but like dude this show is just fun this show is so much fun god this show is like tom hiddleston just he's a great actor god i love how we both we literally wrote the same your first line of your notes on this and my second line (laughs) Well, yeah, so I it's crazy because, again, I assume everyone here has seen the episode, but we pick up in the Renaissance in, like, 1985. And in Oshkosh, get, Wisconsin. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, like damn, that's a little close to home. Yeah, shout out. Oshkosh. But um, it picks up where we're in the Renaissance and or some Renaissance fair, and the TVA is still hunting after this variant of Loki. And there's a fight scene that breaks out. And of course, what's the song that plays over it? The song that played over Masters of the Universe, which we ranted and raved over last week. I Need a Hero. hero. Like that song played again. Well, this is the third time this week now because it was in there's a Guardians of the Galaxy video game that's coming out. And that was the music for that trailer. He-Man, which was the music for that trailer. And now this was the music for this episode. And I was like. Man, I love this song so much. Yeah. We should just watch Shrek 2 and 
Oh, Shrek 2 is the greatest around. Shrek movie. Oh, by and <laughs> We're from the Union. Dude, Shrek 2 is so cool. <laughs> I love Shrek 2. But, I mean, yeah, I just love how the song is, like, making a comeback just, like, for this week. Like, I, it's so crazy just how often the song is being used this week. Yeah. Kind of, it's, it's really funny. It, it is kind of funny, actually. I thought it was comical, but. I thought it I was mean, comical. Loki needs to be the hero, so. I need a hero. We need a hero, so, I mean, I think it's Loki. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I, I definitely think, because, like. Like what we saw last episode, like it accelerated him from being like the man, I am evil Loki to like the Loki we saw in Ragnarok before he died. Yeah, they they brought him up to speed really quick. Yeah. So I was like, I swear, if we have to be stuck with like 2012 Loki forever. He was lame. I mean, he kind of did a little bit of that where um uh where when they the TVA then goes to the crime evidence scene or the scene where this attack happened and like checking it out loki's like stalling for time and it's kind of like what are you doing here loki i really like that line what do you say like if a wolf's ears are near oh, yeah it's like are... if a wolf's ears are near it's t- or if they if you see a wolf's ears its teeth are nearby dude such a cool line well it's well it's great too because loki's like obviously the biggest expert on himself so like any variant of loki he's like you're me he's like i wouldn't do this is what i would do if i were here yeah which i i love that i just because even tom hiddleston himself would like go on rants on set not rants but he would like go in depth and give like lectures about the character of loki himself it's like i i love when the actors actually understand the character that they're playing Mm -hmm. because like there are some people like actors who show up and like this is a job and then there's some actors who are like i am embodying like i un- i need to understand the inner workings not like method acting which is kind of loony but like understanding like the character and like yeah like they come them. yeah they come i mean it's, it's like similar to what mark hamill did with luke skywalker in episode eight like he yeah. didn't like like he didn't agree with where his character was at but he like tried to like, get in the perspective and the mindset of like this is where luke is so yeah. Like he, even though he didn't agree, like he kind of understood where the character was coming from. So, mm-hmm. but I, I honestly think that it's, I, I don't even think I know the show has so much more of a direct effect into Dr. Strange two than oh WandaVision. Can we, should we just like jump for, so like, let's jump to the, um, Loki reading about Ragnarok. Yeah, no. Oh, that's the next thing we had written anyway. No, no, no. Yeah, you can go right into that. It was so cool because like Mo- Agent Mobius, Owen Wilson. I'm just going to call him Owen Wilson. I don't. Even- I forget his name's Mobius. I time do too. Time. So Owen Wilson tells Loki, he's like, I want you to read all these files or something. And he's reading like, so he's reading about these files and then like he's trying to like get stuff from the library. And she's like, you can read this. And then he's reading about Ragnarok. And he like reads about like the destruction of his home world. And he's like sad. He's obviously sad about it. And he said there was there's no um variant energy. There's no variance energy at any um he he learns through reading about Ragnarok. There's no variant energy from any like global or like any big catastrophe. So yeah, like, like a a natural disaster or some like unavoidable outcome. Yeah. 
what what is it? So you have written a chaotic alterations of a predetermined outcome. There's nothing that like there's no variant energy from that. Yeah. And so they test this when they go to Pompeii, like Loki runs out in front of all these villagers, like you're all going to die. I am Loki king of wherever he's in. He's like, that goat is mine. He like starts doing all this crazy stuff. They transport back. And then they're like, and then we're like, Mo, or Owen Wilson's looking at his little time card thing. He says, there's no variant energy, even though Loki's screwing with everything because Loki does this. Cause he's like, we have to figure out where this variant of me is hiding. And he's like, if they're, they're hiding in plain sight. They're hiding around these giant global catastrophes because if this is where they're existing, they're not causing any more variant energy. So that's where they can hide. Yeah. Which is pretty good. I, I hope I did a good job of explaining it. It's actually kind of complex and I'm really, it's no, the show does a great job of explaining complex things so simply. Yeah. Cause I started to explain this. I'm like, God, I'm really doing a bad job of explaining this. Well, you realize how crazy it sounds too. Once you start like talking about it, yeah. which is why I love this show. Cause it's just so wacky and it's like, I, yeah, this is great. Yeah. Can we check with the aesthetic of it real quick? Like I love like modern technology, like mixed with the, the retro of like the sixties. Oh yeah. No, I think it's great. Like when I he's beaten. Of, yeah, you go. Well, I was going to say, I think one of the biggest things that like takes back from the TVA is the fact that they only have melee weapons. Yeah. <laughs> like I get that. You can't make like a time gun to just start shooting that. Yeah. But like, good Lord, do you have any idea how much easier that would make things? We had gun. Did dad just show up? No, I, I mean, they're home. They just got back home, but I hear him. I, I saw you look out the door. No, yeah. he, he may show up. He might hear me recording. So come down, look through the window. It's late at night. So wave. <laughs> Go to sleep. Yeah. Good Lord. Don't miss that. Don't miss that. But another thing that, I actually like love about the show is and I mean I'll talk about it a little more later at the end of the episode but I love I mean Owen Wilson and Tom Hiddleston have great chemistry mm-hmm. really have, good chemistry I uh I'm, I'm a big fan of just like both of them together in this show because they banter really well because like you can tell in some actors like there's forced banter and then like the and then there's like a natural banter like when they're explain like when Loki's explaining like chaotic or like the variance energy around a ca- catastrophic event and he's using Owen Wilson's salad and he's dumping stuff in it. And Owen Wilson's like, I really wanted that salad. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, they both have like that great scene where, I mean, Owen Wilson's like, I wish I could use a jet ski. Jet skis are awesome. I'm like, hell yeah, jet skis are awesome. <laughs> hell yeah, jet skis are awesome. Uh, but another thing that I just loved this episode, and like, I don't want to look too much into it, but they say that no one bad is truly bad. No one good is truly good. I'm like, well, I mean, maybe this variant of Loki isn't truly bad. Yeah. I but think I mean, I... and then also like the TVA is not truly good either. So it's no. like, I honestly think they're going to Loki and like, I think Mobius is already showing signs. I think they're going to side with, this variant Loki, which we'll get into momentarily who we meet, but I think they're going to side with them because this time, these timekeepers, like the more like we hear about, like, this is what the timekeeper, it's like really like cultish. And it's like, 
like, who are these timekeepers and why are they like, this is this is how it's supposed to go? And like, they said that. It's like, really? This is what? Okay, maybe. Well, it sounds like a lack of free will, too. Yeah, and I can like see they, that being an issue. It sounds like you're living your life, like, on wheels. And by when I say that, I mean, like... On a track. Yeah, you're just, like, following the path that's, like, set for you. It's kind of disturbing. It is. So, oh. I mean, like, there's not, like, a whole lot of choices with it. But, I mean... Shit, this is like setting up Secret Wars so well with like multiverses like colliding and like timelines just not meshing properly at all. Well, there is a Secret Wars show coming out, correct? Secret Invasion. Oh, oh that's the Kree and Skrulls. I forget Secret War and Secret Invasion are different things. Yeah, if they did Secret Wars on TV, I would be very mad. That's like a cinematic level. Oh, maybe they will. What do you I know? hope that that'll probably be what Avengers like six is about. Let's yeah. be honest. There's going to be like 10 Avengers movies by the time we're like 40. Yeah. Tony Stark will come back. He'll have come back like three times. Yeah. Oh, well, but anyways, let's continue. We on. find the, we find the variant of Loki in the climate disaster of 2048. This is at you entire world. You gotta start being concerned about the climate crisis. Yeah, everybody and people yeah i'm not i don't want to get into the, i don't want to get into climate change in the world no i don't but they just said that they're like where when they're trying to find him and like they're cross-referencing all these like the bubble gum and natural disasters on earth they're like the climate disaster of 2048 they say that as one of them i'm like nice <laughs> way to go we screwed up our planet <laughs> yeah but it's not the same the variant of Loki was in like Alabama at some like hurricane. Yeah. In the middle of a hurricane. Yeah. But, um, I, Oh my God. I loved that whole scene itself too. Where the variant is like taking control of other people's minds and like using them to communicate with them. Yeah. I was like, I didn't even know that this was a power that Loki had, which I mean, I don't know all of his powers. I mean, I he, feel like I do, like he but he didn't even know that. I, oh, I know he did. No, because he asked. He was like, "Is she dead?" Or was like, "Is he dead?" Yeah. So I no, I love that, and I mean, it's a great moment because like before, like Loki goes off with um that like TVA cop, um, Mobius. He says to Mobius, "He's like, it's okay, you can trust me," and I feel like I can trust Loki. But I mean, at this point, yes, yeah. But when we get the reveal after the fight scene between Loki and the variant, it's, we find out that it's lady Loki. Yeah. That's, I was like, I was like, what is wait, woman Loki? Is that a thing? And then other people are saying it's the enchantress. And I'm like, I don't know. So I'm going to defer to your better judgment here. Well, yeah. So I, I see people saying like, it's actually the enchantress. I'm like, okay, well then why the hell would they still need Loki at this point? If the variant that they're hunting is Loki why would they need Loki to hunt down the Enchantress? Because the Enchantress and Loki are not the same character. Well, would you be mad if they made Enchantress and Loki the same character? If the Enchantress, say like the Enchantress, Lady Loki is the Enchantress. Say like they merge those two characters together. Would you be mad about that? No, I wouldn't be mad about it. But I just like, people are saying that this is the Enchantress. I'm like, no, it's Lady Loki. Now, it might be the Enchantress's body with, like, Loki's soul or some weird stuff like that. But, like, I, it's, like, the character herself, just, like, from what we've seen, it's, it's, it's Lady Loki. 
Like, I don't get how people are questioning this. Why would they need a Loki variant to hunt another Loki variant? Like, it's if just it's that not a Loki simple. variant, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're literally looking for, like, things that Loki would do. So, uh, it so, may be the Enchantress, but, I mean, it may be just the body of her or something. Okay, so who is Lady Loki? Like, what's the big difference besides the fact that Lady Loki is a lady? Is there a big difference between Lady Loki and Loki, or is it just like... Well, no, they t- they talk about like how there's different iterations of Loki throughout like the multiverse. Like You see like the Trackstar Loki and like the Hulk Loki, and... I really like the Frost Giant Loki. Yeah. And he was the ruler of Jotunheim. I, I don't know. I don't think there's a major difference. I They made Loki a female in the comics, but... That was when he took over the soul of someone. Like a soul of Loki took over the body of someone. So mm. that's why I had mentioned that. But I honestly don't know. It's crazy though how fast this show is already going. Like, yeah. Because there's four episodes left. Yeah. Apparently episode four and five are like. I think it was either four and five or five and six. Tom Hiddleston said they're just like bonkers. Oh, I'm excited. But, no, I am too. And like, so the episode, when the episode ended, I didn't even I'm like, I was trying to remember what I wrote. I literally just wrote, yo, what? But like them creating those multiple branches of timelines because like it bombing ends, the timeline. Yeah. So Lady Loki like has these, she has been stealing all this TVA stuff and she drops her time bombs like on multiple timelines to like completely screw everything up. And I'm watching this. I'm like. Yo, I did not expect this no. to happen at all. No. That's one of the things I love about this show, too, is because, like, with WandaVision, I was kind of like, okay, well, I can't, you're not killing off Wanda. No. And I can't imagine you killing off Vision either. Exactly. And well, like, with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, like, after, like, the second or third episode, I was like, okay, Sam Wilson's going to become Captain America. Yeah. And, like, you could tell, even after the first episode, that, like, Bucky's arc was just going to be him. Like, Redemption. Yeah, coming to grips with him being the Winter Soldier. Dealing with guilt. But this. I have no clue what's going on. Like, it's just. No, yeah, that's what I love about this. Like, I, I can't. I honestly don't know what's going to happen to Loki or Mobius at the end of the show. I don't think Loki's going to die. I don't think like, he will. We've seen him die on screen once. Yeah. Yeah. I, now they're I, not going to kill him again. I've been a big naysayer and saying, like, you can't kill a character twice. No, yeah, yes, I think that's where I'm saying. I think that's where I get it from. You say it all the time. You're like, I can't, they killed him on screen once. I'm not going to kill him again. Well, it just loses all of its emotional value off the first killing. Then, yeah, he's like, well, what about another one if they show up? Yeah, I mean, like, if Jon Snow died again in Game of Thrones, it'd be like, well, okay, I already watched him die. Well, that show died, so <laughs> yeah. it didn't even matter if he died. That show sucked at the end. But yeah, she was just bombing like the timeline and you could see like the variants, uh, the um, the nexus level events that were being created. Like there was one that was Voromir. Yeah, like, you saw that um, there was Asgard as well. There was a bunch of other places. There was Ego. Like, yeah, Eagle, the bombing, planet. bombing Ego, Peter Quill's dad. Oh, my God. I yeah, no, I think this is just gonna be crazy because even in the trailer in one of the trailers for Loki you see Avengers tower in like the background and like, it looks all like destroyed. It looks like New York is destroyed and like in a dystopian future. So I I'm so hyped for this, for this show to keep coming out. 
I'm so bummed that it's Wednesdays though, because I usually work till like eight o'clock on Wednesdays. Yeah, but like, because it was this Wednesday, and I was like, oh, should I? It was nine o'clock, and I was like, oh, this episode's fifty minutes. I'm not gonna be going to bed till nine fifty, and I need to get up at like four in the morning. Bro, and I was yeah. like, I was like, I need to watch it because I'm actually like really excited to see this episode. Yeah, I got home from training. It was like nine forty-five. And I quick threw my gi in the wash. I heated up my food, sat down, turned on Loki around 10, 15. And I was like, all right, I'll stop in like 20 minutes. Cause that's what I did with the first episode. I stopped like halfway through and I was like, they were like about to go into the supermarket. And I'm like, this is a good spot to stop. And I sat there and I was like, I'm not going to stop this. I'm going to keep watching. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. No, I can't from here on out. I mean, like unless if like the next episode is just ungodly slow, I can't envision myself like p- no. sitting down and pausing this. Exactly. This. Oh God, dude, what a time to be alive. I know it's crazy. I, I'm i so happy with how this show is turning out because honestly, this is the one where I was kind of like, uh, I don't really know what to think of it. Yeah, this I was is... least excited for the show out of all of the ones they'd announced. And now it is my favorite show that I'm watching in its first two episodes. Oh, yeah, because WandaVision, the first episode was kind of like, "Ooh, this is mystic. The second one was <laughs> and then Falcon and the Winter Soldier. First one was poop. Second one was like, oh, this is cool. I didn't mind it. Definitely I not as good f- as this. First episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier was a major drag for me. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a slow burn. This show is not a slow burn. The show is burning very fast. No, but I, yeah, I just, I love the creativity and the wackiness of this show. Yeah. Because there's so much now that can happen where I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. But I, I, I can't really even like theorize what's going to happen because I don't. <laughs> Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I think Loki is going to live, probably. Well, because we didn't even say he goes He goes off with um, yeah, Lady he goes Loki. Off with Lake. Oh, yeah, I forgot to talk about this. Yeah, so when Loki says to Mobius, he's like, you can trust me. Mobius sees, like, Loki is able to go through a portal with Lady Loki. And Mobius is like, no, don't go. And Loki kind of, like nods his head at him like not really a head nod but he goes to the portal with her and at first i was like this is dumb come on loki like i thought we were like above this and then i realized i was like he's doing this because he needs information and he's trying to figure out like what she's trying to do yeah so like yeah. i think he's gonna try and like work from like the inside out on this but like because that's what he's told her he's like yeah i'm on the inside of the tva i can help us mm-hmm. which i mean also he, he, Loki's a great liar because when he's saying that, I was like, "You're a mole in the TVA, really." I was like, "This is dumb." Yeah, like obviously he's gonna stand up for what they're gonna do. It's gonna be, it's gonna be one of those stories where you hear the bad guy and they're like, "Their story is right." Falcon and Winter Soldier, Carly Morgenthau, Sam Wilson's like, "You're right." Yeah. So, it's I think it's gonna be a similar like play out of that, but. That being said, they can do literally anything with this show. Yeah. Because they can go throughout all space and time. Speaking of space and time, I have you heard the theory that the TVA exists? It, 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 I can't do English. The TVA exists in the quantum realm. Yeah. I think that's I why, because that's why like time moves, the like, time passes differently here. It's I like, don't what? know if I have seen that. My, one of the, my co shout out to my coworker, Logan. I told him about the podcast today. He and I were talking about this show quite a bit. 
um i think he's listening he's probably gonna listen he's like all right i, tur- I f- he followed and he turned on notifications so shout out logan Hell if you yeah. made it this far thanks for thank you for listening Hell um, yeah. he was telling me he's like yeah i've heard that well he told me two of the things he told me about the enchanter well, he told me three things that i hadn't really thought of at all um the first thing was the enchantress thing. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he said, yeah, I think the TVA exists in the quantum realm because that's why they say time passes so differently. Like time passes differently. I'm like, what? And like nobody's explained it. That would make sense. And then the third thing he told me is like, yeah, and one of the timekeepers is Kang the Conqueror. I'm like, hold up, pause, pause, wait, what? And he's like, yeah, yeah, he's like the main one. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I, so I, I kind of anticipated this already. Because, I mean, like, Kang has always been, like, a time traveler. And, like, he, I I would be more surprised if he didn't show up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, like, for my only exposure to Kang the Conqueror is what we saw in Avengers Earth's Mightiest Heroes when we were, like, 10. And I thought mm-hmm. he was awesome, so. Yeah, no, I, he's he is the villain for uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp 3. Isn't he technically Tony Stark's son? In the i don't even want to get into that oh, he okay. might be in like a version okay yeah i just rem- i remember hearing something about the comics but there's so many comic storylines i think he might be in like one universe but i i do think kang is a timekeeper or he may not be a timekeeper but he might be like a time manipulator and he might show up but i do think kang either be mentioned or show up in this show that'd be so cool i think do you think he'll be the big next big bad of the um mcu well i don't know it's weird because he's there like he's confirmed for ant-man 3 so like that's where i'm like okay well are you gonna have him be the villain in that and then in another avengers movie yeah i think i think that the avengers is gonna go for like more of a seeker or his route yeah with what like is happening right now but i mean because I thought Kang was going to be the villain, but now that he's the villain of Ant-Man 3, I can't see them. I mean, maybe it'll be like a, another Loki Thor kind of thing. Where Loki's the villain of Thor and then he's the villain of the first Avengers, but I don't know. I don't, know. I, I don't either. The show could go in any direction. And that's what's so awesome. It's going every direction, like the sacred timeline. Oh, yeah. I love the fact that the timeline just got bombed. Yeah, that was. So I cool. I was not expecting that. I saw that. No, and I because I was expecting it to go in the TVA, and she was gonna bomb the TVA, and then they went to different. Like you see the sacred timeline, and then you just see all these Nexus events breaking off, and I'm like, what? It's not about money. It's about sending a message. I'm hyped for next week's episode. Yeah, but. Yeah, that's that's about it. There wasn't really a whole lot of news that I saw this week. No, nothing that really jumped out that I was. No, yeah, nothing like. I mean, there are things that like are announced and they'll come out like the next couple of weeks. But once they come out, I'll talk talk about them. them. Yeah, but like for us just to talk about the release dates, it's like there's no point in that. Yeah, and honestly, this the talking about these two shows was way more interesting than any of the lame news we would have talked about. Yeah, I can't think of like any major news things. But uh, yeah, I think that's all all I have right now. Yeah. Kelly, you got anything to say before we head out? Um, I don't know. If you want to see a topic talked about, if you want to message us in the next day and a half, have us do it. 
what we should do for our next topic Tuesday, uh, you can email us at legionairepodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at legionairepod and you can DM us there or you can, you got the TikTok. TikTok is our same as our Instagram and legionaire spelled L-E-G-I-O-N-A-I. Oh God, wait, Legion. It's been a long week. Legion Air. I can't spell Two ends. Two ends. Legion Air. Yeah. A-I-R-E. I'm I'm exhausted. It's been a very long week. Um yeah, no. Feel free to shoot us a message on there uh before we go. And uh, again, another shout out to Sketch Farms on or Sketch Farm. I think it's Sketch Farm. Sketch Farm on Instagram. Check her out. She's got a lot of cool artwork. She's gonna do one for Cal and myself. I'm excited to see it. So I just thought I'd give her a quick shout out as well. Thank you. But with all that, Cal, you want to send us away? We are Legion.